When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks so much for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, please do subscribe if you're not already. I do three new interviews every single week, brand new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, and know what's happening in the music world. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm Kyle Merritt. Today I am talking with Judas Priest frontman Rob Halford. We're going to be discussing his participation in Rock Camp, the movie, his new autobiography called Confess, and upcoming music. And there's a lot of it, by the way. Rob's going to tell us about the uh, the musicians that would populate his own rock and roll fantasy camp. He's got a lot of fun names involved in that one, as well as the magic and mysticism of our heroes and how he learned to be an entertainer as a singer, uh, which, you know, comes along with the whole gig as a frontman, if I guess if you're doing it right. Uh, Mr. Halford also takes us back to his 90s bands, Fight and Two, to let us know where they sort of exist in the universe these days, and then gives us a peek into the solo album he's working on that's going to be heavily inspired by the blues, as well as the Judas Priest 50th anniversary tour and the next Priest album. That's all in here. Let's do it. It's Kyle Meredith with Rob Halford of Judas Priest. Hello, Kyle. Hello, everybody. Good to be with you today. It's a pleasure. You've got a lot of things going on as usual, and we're going to be talking about um, uh, all of them probably here. Um, I know there's a book we're going to get to in a minute, but I, I wanted to start because I just watched this documentary uh, the other nights, and it's called Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. It's about Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. And uh, you, amongst many amazing artists, are in this. And, and what a unique kind of uh, peek into this world that we've heard about for a, a few decades now. And let's start there. How did you become a part of this? Because what an amazing experience for the folks who uh, who sign up for this. Well, let's see here. We've known David, David Fisher forever. He's a great friend of Judas Priest and many, many bands and many, many people in the music industry. So 
eventually we had the opportunity to 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 speak with David and to um to make our first ever endeavor with the rock and roll fantasy camp experience. And I got to say, originally we 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 had a little bit of an idea of of what uh, it represented. But boy, once we got into it, man, this was huge. You know, the music is at the forefront of what rock and roll fantasy camp is about. But then it's surrounded by all of these other beautiful parameters. You know, we can talk at length about um, all of the great aspects that that kind of bounce off the rock and roll fantasy camp experience. But that's how we first touched uh touch base with david and of course now we're david calls up yeah we'll be there so it's, it's got to that place we're, we're so thrilled at every opportunity we have to be with him on the camp i guess one of the obvious questions is too like we know what the attendees get out of it what what do you get out of it experiencing it well it's just being with the attendees it's being with them when we first meet them when we walk into the room and there's lots of hugs and sometimes tears and and there's just this great feeling of, of uh, being together so closely because um, a lot of the campers uh, are fans of the bands that they work with. Sometimes it's a whole new experience. That's what I love about what David puts together. You know, the initial, the initial aspect of it is just to, to say that anybody in the world can come to the camp. You don't have to play an instrument. Uh, we can teach you how to play an instrument. You'll get all these great uh, uh, musicians teaching you how to play what you need to play. And it, the teamwork aspect is is fundamental in bringing this whole project together with every band. So it's like making another band in, in two or three days. So we, we appreciate that as musicians coming from bands. But then it's all of the pieces that join together, you know, the emotional pieces that join together the stories we exchange and so it's a very um it's a very close intimate experience for us as musicians to be so close to some of our fans this way whereas normally we'd be all in in the crowd with each other you know or we'd meet each other briefly for a quick autograph or, or a meet and greet when you when you're with each other for two or three days you you get a very very special unique bond that you can only get with that type of experience at the rock and roll fantasy camp. It's interesting you're talking about, you know, these, the bands that do come together so quickly and, and your experience with that too. Like, I know with each musician, when you get in a band, you know, each musician is part of a recipe, you know, and, and how that meal comes out tasting depends on, of course, who's playing in that. And even, you know, coming from your own bands, members come and go all the time. I mean, that must give you sort of some unique insight when you're talking to them about, okay, you've just been put basically in a room with a bunch of strangers. And while you've come to have fun, you're also here, you're also going to create something. I mean, what, what advice do you pass on in those moments right there? Well, the beautiful thing about this is the humanity that comes from music. Music is a team builder. Music unifies. Music helps you build, create, get through whatever circumstances you and challenges you might be dealing with at every level, whether it's the challenge of learning, breaking the law or, 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 or another life challenge. These are the advantages that, that being at the camp um, brings out of you. I think that's another thing you discover 
if you go to the camp and you can't play guitar, but you want to learn to play guitar, you'll be taught to play the guitar by these great talented people. But you're only able to do that because of what you've got inside of you. So all of these these incredible experiences are happening at different levels throughout every hour of the day that that we're together. And and I I see that that um, that whole incredibly dynamic ball of music revolving through the experiences over the two or three days that we're all together to the climax of when we're actually performing as we did on the, the last rock and roll fantasy camp with David at the Whiskey A Go-Go on the, the famous Whiskey A Go-Go, you know, the, the campers are suddenly on this stage that's just historic, you know, you, you can't describe the energy of that night. So it's just so many beautiful emotions that are, that are, that are ringing around the room, the rehearsals, the, the, um, the, the final rehearsals, the rehearsals of the day, the dress rehearsals. And, and then, you know, the punters, as we Brits call fans, it's just so much of everything. It's just amazing. And as we hear in the documentary, if you get lucky, you'll get a back massage from Rob Halford, which apparently you give great back massages. <laughs> I do. I could do with one now, actually. <laughs> you know, on the, on, the, on the flip side of things, from the artist side, too, like the fans get to interact with you all, but you all get to interact with each other. And I'm sure a lot of the artists already know each other. But, you know, from that fan perspective, it seems like, well, if there's ever a moment that's ripe for a super group to come out of this, like... Do those conversations get to happen? Do you all have your cool little talks, you know, off to the side? You know what you've done, Kyle. I'm sure David will, will watch this and he'll go, oh, that's a great idea, you know, the David <laughs> Fisher Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp Supergroups. Because, yes, um, when you think of all of the, 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 the talent that's, that's taken part, and the great thing is we know each other. I'm pretty sure we know, we all know each other. Over the years that David has been doing this great event, um, we know each other. So just just think of the supergroups that could come out of all of the the musicians that have taken part. You know, David's always looking for a new um, a new opportunity, a new idea for his camp. So maybe you've maybe you've created something there, Kyle. <laughs> the the supergroups of David Fisher. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Honestly, I am. I'm surprised we already haven't seen that. I think we we're we're so we're so immersed, and we the time flies so quickly from the moment that we get together to the moment that we perform to the moment we all have to go back to different parts of the country and sometimes different parts of the world. Um, we don't really have chance to 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 think about anything beyond the moment that we're working with. And I tell you, man. We have to be so disciplined because musicians have got so many stories to share with each other, you know. And um, so it's a joy for us meeting our fellow musicians as much as much as it is for everybody that's in the experience. Now, you know, if this had been around when you were younger, a bit of on the spot question here, uh, fun stuff. Like, who would you have liked to have seen at a rock and roll fantasy? Who would have been your rock and roll fantasy? Oh, my God. John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Mick Jagger, <laughs> Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, Ian Gillen, Roger Daltrey, who's, who's done a few of the camps. Um, I'm trying to think, trying to trying to go way back in time here. Oh, <laughs> it's endless, you know. This is the um, this is again the beauty of, of the camp that um, 
that each of us are connected in that in that kind of dream uh, of, of of these opportunities that we have, and and David makes them come true, and that's just uh, just incredible. And of course, one of the reasons why this work is, of course, but you know how we as fans see our heroes, you know the the rock stars and everything the mystique that comes along with that plays such a huge role in a moment like this though does that mystique is it part of you know the thing does it wash away a little bit are you guarded you know for still to be judas priest rob halford i know exactly what you're saying and i think if you go in with that um thing about yourself it's not going to work it really isn't going to work you've got to go in there and drop everything you know that's what I love about rock and roll. That's what I, when I say rock and roll, I mean metal, I mean everything. When we go and see our favorite band or our favorite artist, the magic is happening before our eyes on stage. You've got the costumes, you've got the lights, you've got the special effects. You've got all of the, the fantasy of a show because in essence, for a great, to a great extent, music is fantasy. Music is escapism. It takes us away from the things in the world that we want to forget about for a couple of hours. So that's that one side of it, you know. But when you go to the camp, you've got to drop all you've got to drop that all away. And you've just got to you've just got to rely on what you have learned, your experiences as a musician, as a singer. And it's particularly sometimes I wish I, I could be Richie or Ian because you know it, it, it's I'm not going to say it's easier to teach somebody to play the guitar, but it, it, it's it's tougher to to teach somebody how to sing. And I don't mean that in a, in a disparaging way. It's just sometimes it's hard to, to get across how you're trying to um, express a way of doing something. But you find a way of of saying, well, if you if you use the the voice in this way, if you sing from the chest, or you sing from the throat, or you you put some gruffness in your voice, or you put a bit of vibrato here and there. There's all of that involved. Um, but yeah, you've really just got to let it all go and, and go in there at, at the level that you, that you need to be. And um, it's wonderful because the, that, that, that starstruck moment, and I get starstruck like everybody else, that dissipates immediately. That dissipates because we all know what we're there for. We all know what we want to do together. And we all know the limited time we've got. So we all get, back, get into the work mode straight away. And, and it's, what amazes me is how quickly things do come together from the moment that the, that the doors open and the crew come in and the gear and then, and then the campers. And then a few days later, we're on stage at the Whiskey. Wow, it, it's just remarkable. Yeah, that Starstruck thing, I was thinking, um, you know, I guess I'm surprised you didn't say share for your uh, rock and roll fantasy camp because uh, <laughs> seems like maybe that well, would Well, you know, I got a list. I got a list from here to <laughs> downtown Phoenix. I'm just searching for the ones that pop into my head, but share would be there, definitely. <laughs> share would be there. I want to use what you were just saying a second ago, though, to, to kind of seg to your book, too, because, you know, we do get some of your history here. And as you're teaching, you know, these campers basically how to be a singer, how to be a front person, how to be an entertainer. And I think the entertainment is a big part of it. You know, when I, you know, looking back, you know, looking back at the old videos, heck, looking back at the, you know, the, the more recent stuff. You know, that's that's part of what has always been, at least for me, a draw to be a Judas Priest fan is, you know, what you're doing out there is still entertaining. And we can hear about, you know, where your influences come from as a musician. But what about that entertainment side? Because to lead a band to be a front person, that takes more than just the voice, right? It does. It does. I mean, 
looking back to my early escapades at school, where a lot of us kind of set foot on the stage for the first time, whether it's in a choir or whether it's in a little production of, of some kind, I used to be terrified to, to stand up in front of people. I used to, I used to, I, I would have stage fright. And in, in actual fact, um, some of those very early moments with some of my um, bands that I was in before I joined Judas Priest, that stage fright was was tangible. It was real. You know, you feel it in your in, in your stomach, and and you know you get a, the dry mouth, and you you're anxious, and all of that, and and so um, again, you learn something about your abilities from from that from those early those early adventures, and um, yeah, in the book we, we talk about that that uh, that that search of discovery. Uh, that that that, he, that is really leading you from the musical uh, cog. That's that's the thing that drives you. You've got no control, man. You've got to be in a band. I've got to sing. Give me a mic. You know, as terrifying as it might have been in those early days, it, it's such a compulsion. You know, it takes over you. And I think most musicians will attest to that. You can't stop it. You know, it's it's just an incredible creative obsession with so much history you know, that you had to pull on in that book. And we're talking about Confess, that, that, that's the book. I don't think we've actually said the, uh, the title yet, which congratulations on this because the, you know, feedback, the acclaim, I guess you would say, looks to be amazing coming off of this book right here. And with so many autobiographies out there, <laughs> you know, to, 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 to kind of cut through that. But with so much history, were there stories that you felt were really important that you needed to tell in this? Because obviously, you know, a life story, the history, everything. But were there stories you thought, OK, I really need to tell these stories? Um, i got to instant shouts out, instant props to Ian Gittins, who worked with me with the book. Because I've, my first meetings with Ian, I said, Ian, a lot of stuff's happened to me in my life, man. And I don't know whether I should say certain things or I shouldn't. And he said, well, talking from experience... I think it's best that we we get everything on the table. We talk through absolutely everything that you can remember, and we'll bring in some people where maybe the the metal memory is a little bit misty. But um, let's just put it all out there, and then we'll decide what what we feel you're comfortable with, and and as importantly, what you feel is vital to the timeline of your life. You know, so. With that in mind, we just went for it. You know, we had hours and hours and hours of, 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 of conversations. I remember him saying, well, rather than me asking Ian, how many hours will you need? He said, about 15. I said, 50? He goes, no, about 15 hours talking. We ended up like talking for close to 50 hours together over the weeks and weeks that we, uh, that we, that we, uh, that he sat and I spoke. I love to talk, Kyle. And, um, and so, yeah. There are very important pieces of everybody's life. Some of it not so, not so positive. Uh, but you can't you can't hold anything back. Musicians, by their very nature, just strip themselves bare with their music. It comes from the soul. So that's where we went with the book. And so um, there are there are definitely parts in the book that kind of you put the brakes on and you go that actually happened you went through this you did that you did the other uh and 
and and that's that's the story. That's the life that I think we all have. I, I'm not unique. I'm not special in that respect. But I think I think those important uh, punctuation marks in your life uh, uh, have to be told because it makes the book real and honest um, and has all the elements of what a confess confession should be about. With all of the um all the unauthorized books that have been out before, like what were the biggest misconceptions if there were some? Like were those moments where you're like, I got to set the record straight on this? Well, um, I've never read an, an, an unauthorized autobiography of any anyone other than the actual person that wrote the book because I learned long ago in our great profession that there are multiple opportunities from people on the outside looking in to kind of put ideas together that they feel tell the story and most of them don't most of them totally miss the mark um it's that thing where it comes from the proverbial metal horse's mouth that really matters and um so the unauthorized biographies are just to me they're just hatchet jobs they're little bits of interviews snippets of this snippets of that and it's put together probably by the best intentions of the author and the publisher, but I think if you want the real deal, you have to go with the uh, the source of, of the material, and that's what we did with uh, with Ian and with Harper and, uh, and and with Shet. I mean, with a lot of my favorite books, anyway, it's it's nice knowing about learning about what was going on during those high points. I I, I, I have this uh, this line that I always say, like my favorite albums are the sophomore albums. You know, my favorite albums are the you know, the other ones or, or something like that. And looking back, of course, you know, there was that 90s period. So this is post Judas Priest. And now you're out on your own and, and you're doing fights and, and two. And I hadn't listened to two in a while. And I go back and I listen to that as I'm prepping for this. And I thought, my God, I love this. I liked it. I remember liking it. I love this stuff. Does that stuff, you know, that's, that's, that's not part of Priest. Does that stuff have any kind of a future or does that now live right there in that moment well music lives with us forever it's eternal isn't it i usually start my day by listening to classical music which might sound odd but that's what i do and i'm listening to music that was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago and i'm sure people will be banging their heads to painkiller 500 years from now but this is it you know music is timeless um it certainly is the story of our lives all of us have a little collection of songs in our heads. I heard that song when I was on my first date. I heard that song when I when I learned to drive the car. You know, I heard that song when I turned eighteen. We've all of, we've got all of those inside of us, and they, they live with us forever. So uh, it's the same with those um, adventures that I had with my solo activities. They were important for me in my search for my wandering that I had in the metal desert to see what I was able to do. And I think that was fulfilling. It showed, it, it, it allowed me to, to find things out about myself that I don't think I would have been able to have done otherwise. You know, when I, when I put together the first fight album, War of Words, that was a task uh, uh, to see, to test my metal, really. It wasn't self-indulgence. It was just to see what I was able to do. And, um, so because that went really well, that's what gave me the drive to, 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 to take on these other experiences. But yes, um, 
it's all good. It's all good and it's all there. And, uh, you know, if, if you're in the mood for a little bit of uh, two, um, and then you want to go off to Scream with a Vengeance and then come back for some resurrection in my world, then, then that's it. The music is always ready and waiting in the wings. Do we find you right now in the present in sort of a similar moment? Because as I read about a blues album that you're working on, I mean, this seems like another opportunity to, to is this, is I should ask that, is this another opportunity to find out what you can do? Love the blues. Everything comes from the blues. Rock and roll, it all starts with the blues. And what a great style of music that is, you know. Um, I've been working on, well, I say I, my brother, Nigel and my nephew, Alex, Ian Hill's son on bass, and our, our friend um, Blakey on guitar. Those guys have been putting together um, the, the foundations for, for quite a while now. And we, we, have a rec we have enough material to make a record. I've just got to find the words and put the, put the voice on it at some point. The only thing that I... The only thing that I that I threw at the guys was again have fun like we did with the Celestial album, have fun, you know, do what do what you feel you, you want to do in terms of ideas. I did give them a list of some of my favourite blues styles and blue blues performers as a little bit of a template for the guys to bounce off of. But I, I, I you know, it's all in this phone. I've got the album in this phone, and um, and it's great. It's it's a it's a really it's going to be a special moment for me because I've always wanted to make a blues record. So again, when time allows, and it's been very, very tough for so many musicians with what we've been dealing with, with the COVID pandemic and the glorious waiting to launch 50th anniversary priest tour and another priest record, then we'll get into the blues uh, section of, of, um, of, of what I, what I have on the, uh, on the on the front boiler back boiler, I got a I got a stove with all these different parts of the front boiler back <laughs> burner, front burner, and side burner, and and um, it, it's joyful. I'm so blessed. I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm still able to do all these incredible um, things in, in in metal. You know, from with so many incredible people. I, I am interested. You know, you're talking about all those different styles, though. Like what you lean towards. I mean, when we talk about a blues record. I don't know if it's one thing or a bunch of things, but are we talking Muddy Waters? Are we talking Cream? Oh, you know? everybody. Yeah, yeah. Bessie Smith, Stevie Ray Vaughan, John Mel's Blues Breakers, Gary Moore, uh, Rory Gallagher. Oh, you know, uh, one of the greatest blues performances ever from Led Zeppelin. Uh, and the name escapes me now, the, tr the track, the blues track. Um, Floyd, a lot of Floyd stuff is, is based on, on blues structure, you know. Very, very, very much so. So, um, yeah, Stray Cat, Status Quo, ACDC. Man, the blues has been everywhere, hasn't it? So uh, it's great because you know you, you could go you could go into one specific area and 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 stay in that place and focus and just little you know subtle changes here and there. But um, much like the Celestial album, you know, I, I think this this effort should just be a little bit of little texture of every every taste of all these different blues flavors does that give you an opportunity you know as the as the front man as the as the lyricist to try something else like i was i was looking back on um a quote and you were talking about your lyrics for priest that when you found your templates 
uh, good vanquishes evil, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Like, but when you're doing something like this, do you, do you allow yourself to go somewhere completely different? The blues is the blues. We all feel the blues, but you can, you can have the happy blues as well as the sad blues. And you can have all of these characters in blues, you know, where they Robert Johnson, the crossroads, meeting the, you know, old Nick and all this kind of stuff. The, the opportunities for, for stories, for some of them uh, similar to the priest adventures of fantasy, like the Sentinel or the Painkiller or, or uh, any, any of those great characters that were created. Uh, you can throw your lyrics wherever you want to throw them. If, if, they're, if they're connecting with, um, with the music. Again, messages in, in music are, are, are vital. Because you know we like to hear stories that, that kind of uh, that we can relate to or, or attach ourselves to in reality or, or, or in fantasy. So that's going to be a that's going to be an adventure for me. I love to sit down with a, a pencil and a piece of paper because that's how I do it, and and just think, you know, and I have an idea and I just throw some bullet words down instantly, and that's how the the seeds start to uh, grow. Well, I've certainly found uh, some solace in those in those battles, you know, in the past few years, especially, you know, with what everything that's happening worldwide. I mean, the idea of good battling evil sometimes sounds like a fantasy when it shouldn't. Uh, so I appreciate that's so it. so true. That's so true, Kyle. And you know, this has just been another opportunity for us to see the power, the healing power of music. Because boy, you know, when, when life gets tough, we run to our music. We put some music on in the car or at work, whatever. We, we wrap ourselves up with this incredible uh, dimension of music because of, of the good that it, that, it, that it does and the good that it contains in getting across evil, as we'll call the evil COVID pandemic. Uh, it's been particularly difficult for musicians as well as it's been particularly difficult for fans to be apart from each other for so long. We haven't been able to get on, on stages and have great nights out together. All of the elements that we've missed, you know, coming home from work, putting your priest T-shirt on and getting in the car or the train or the bus or a carpool and you're going to the show and you're blasting the priest and you pull up at the venue and you get out and you buy some merch and you buy a beer and the lights go down and the band's on. Man, let's get that back, you know. So in the last few days, I've been urging our, our metal community to, to get the jab just because once you're jabbed, you, you, you're pretty much safe. And, and, that, and that lets us get, get back together again. So we've been using music to get through to this place that we're eventually um, going to return to. And, uh, and that's going to be a really, uh, a really incredible moment. I've got my second shot. I'm already two weeks past it. I'm happy to... To be there. Congratulations. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Congratulations to you. It is important. I, I, I'm so grateful for the things you're saying, all the positivity that you do put out into the world for 50 years. I mean, right over your shoulder there, 50 years of. of oh, yes. Right what there. a great book this is. We, we, this book just came out recently. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages. You know, stories, I beg your pardon, photographs are the stories of our lives, you know. Um, Sometimes you just show somebody a picture and instantly they know what that picture represents. So this is a great book. This has the entire life of Judas Priest until now uh, in its pages. Yeah. 50 glorious years of heavy metal. 50 amazing years. 50 amazing years uh, of, again, great music, positive messages. 
thank you. Thank you for all of that. Congratulations on 50 years. Congratulations on those books above your other shoulder there. As we're just pointing out, everybody can see what you need to buy right around here. That's all. <laughs> it's all right there. What can I say? <laughs> There's so much going on in the world. People got, he's got a book out. When, when is he, he made a book? Yes, there's a book. <laughs> and there's a great priest photo book. Um, thank you, Carl. This has been a, a real treat. I've really enjoyed uh, speaking with you today. And I hope everybody enjoys what we've been talking about, all the great stories of David Fishoff and the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, the power of music, the power of the jab, the power of post positivity, the power of metal. So uh, look after yourself, Carl, and I hope we get to see each other soon in the not-too-distant metal future. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rob. It's been a pleasure. Take care, and we will. We will see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Big O thanks to Rob Halford, Judas Priest. Again, Rob's got a, a new autobiography called Confess. He's also in the documentary called Rock Camp, the movie. And sounds like there's plenty on the way beyond all of that, too. Thanks to you for checking out this episode. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube again for the video version, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Kyle Meredith with three brand new interviews every single week. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. Why? Because that's where I do a show, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all three of them at Kyle Meredith, uh, TikTok at Kyle Meredith 81 That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's a little bit like, you, you know, that robot guy from the 90s. What was his name? Oh, no. Max Headroom. <laughs> Max Headroom was kind of revolutionary mm -hmm. when he's that persona of that, that actor uh, came, up, came into the world. And of course, this is way before memes and, and uh, that kind of experience in the media technology. That was, that was kind of revolutionary. When you mm -hmm. think about what that Max Headroom thing was was uh, was projecting, but uh, anyway, you you appear to be no longer Max Headroom. You'd be, be happy to know, Kyle. You are Kyle Headroom. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfpk.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.